0: Are you sick of major sports networks bashing athletes to help their bottom line? Do you want reliable information on sporting events and controversies? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dogg. Welcome back to the Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports. It's your co-hosts here, Nate Dog and Red. How we doing, my man? Hey,
1: we back. We back. What's up, man? Yes, What's sir. Up? We got a good
0: episode ahead of us, y'all. No special guests this week, but it'll be us two, you know, giving us our thoughts on the NFL as we are in the divisional round. Crazy we're here. Um, divisional round. Last week was awesome games and wa- super wild card weekend. Some wild, amazing football games over here. We got the Cowboys fan feeling pretty good about it. Uh, oh, man. Not losing to the GOAT. Not losing to the GOAT.
1: Try not to let it get to my head. Yeah, exactly. Over
0: here. Feeling the, good. Those Cowboys fans, it gets real quick over there. Getting that yeah. first win, man, in a long time in the playoffs. Uh, but we'll talk about that. We'll also get a little bit of an NBA conversation as, you know, NFL season's winding down. We got to get our other big sport in here. So we'll get a little bit of an NBA discussion on the teams and Wow, Nuggets are playing good, Celtics are playing good Got a lot of fun things to talk about in the NBA But let's start, of course, with the NFL recap From last week, wow, what a slate of games we had You know, Everyone knew it was going to be a fun week of games But uh, it turned out even better for some of those games uh, We'll start with, uh, I bet this was your highlight of the weekend Even though it was on a Monday night uh, The old Cowboys, old Dak Prescott Might have had his best game of his entire career waited for the perfect moment in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Send it to you. How impressed were you in your Cowboys in that beatdown of the Bucks?
1: Look, man, you just said it. It might have been his best. Mm-hmm. It's argu- it's not arguable that it's in his top 3, but it definitely might be his best. Mm-hmm. He was just hitting every open throw, five total touchdowns, no turnovers, like he was just making every throw he needed to make. And but dude, the story of the game is the pass protection and the defense. Yes. The defense, baby. Like, Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence have got to be the reasons. Like, the reason – if the Cowboys end up winning the Super Bowl, which I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. all right? No one – get mad for no reason. I'm not saying <laughs> Atlantis that. Atlanta's Cowboy fan, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but if they were to win the Super Bowl, it would need to be because of the pass rush mm-hmm. and the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Like, they have – They have all the guys, and they were clicking. I'm not going to let it get to my head. They just took advantage of every mistake Tampa Bay made. Tampa Bay looked, in all honesty, like the talent wasn't that far apart. The coaching was just really bad. Yes. And so, dude, I was super impressed, and I was more so disappointed in Tampa. As weird as that sounds, like as a Cowboys fan, obviously I was Mm -hmm. impressed, but like, Let's see it against the Niners. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm loving it. We're hot right now, but I'm, you know, this doesn't mean that we should be favorites against the 49ers or something.
0: Yeah. I think you said it perfectly. Um, of course, we were impressed. It was domination, but yeah.
1: that was supposed to happen.
0: Like for me, all season, I have said the NFC champ, even if it was my Saints, whoever they were going to play in the wild card round was going to beat the crap out of them. The so Bucks were just not a good football team. They had the one of the worst running games of all time. Not just this yeah. season. They had the worst this season of all time. One of the worst. You're not gonna win playoff games like that. It, playoff landing was not a thing. Only had five touches. They just
1: fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah,
0: yeah. Left which is gone. It's, yep. it's 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 Tom's gone. It's in they're clearing out. They're clearing out house. Um, and for good reason. It's it's not working. That offense was atrocious all season. I still don't know how to make the playoffs. They had to think the Saints, the Carolina Panthers, and the Falcons were being worse than them somehow. Um, but overall, with the Cowboys, man, we said it in the beginning of the season: if they were going to win the big game, if they're going to win the playoff games, it's be because of that defense, man. And, and we said it: we said Michael Parsons had to be the most dominant player; he had to be the best player on the planet. And my God, he was, you know. And, and your know, the corners—they stepped up.
1: They did step up. It's like, like, Israel Makamu—it's like really good. I know he played mostly like. You know, nickel, not really outside corner, but still, bro, good job.
0: <laughs> it's like we talked about it last week. It was like that was one of the things. It's like the Bucks have had – when Bucks win games, it's because they win the battle on the outside. Mike Evans has big games. Chris Godwin has big games. Leonard you know, Fournette. You know
1: who started – real quick, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. You know who started this game for the Cowboys as one of their outside no, corners? No, tell me. He got signed, I think. Less than a week before, I think it was about three days before, put on the active roster the day before the game. Oh my god. Xavier Rhodes. That's and he and he balled. He it, had a good game. It it's like they were that desperate at corner. Yeah. They signed the dude. He wasn't even on the roster for a full week if I'm pretty if it was a week, it was like right out of a, a week. week. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jeez. See, that's the stuff. It's just like if you're able to plug and play like that, it's proof that this defense. Gotta is gotta keep it going. You gotta keep it going. But I do want to hide the point. That was supposed to happen. That that game wasn't supposed to be good. You know, people can say everything they want about Tom, but a forty-five-year-old immobile quarterback can only do so much for a team that can't run the football, that can't win separation on the outside. Even if you got one of the best receivers in history in the NFL with Mike Evans, stats prove that. Like that, that's just Chris Godwin's. He's always when healthy, he's great. So it's just it was one of those things. It's just like if the Bucks were gonna win, they had to have a, a perfect team performance. On the other end, they had the worst team performance, and they played against the Dallas, who might have had their best team performance yep. overall this season. You know, they, uh, the Cowboys just look so good. That's the game. Those are the games when I watch. There's, like, a couple games this season where I watch the Cowboys, and I'm just like, man, that's the team, you know, they can be, you know. When Dak is just making every throw, when Dak is not forcing it, when Dak is going for the scramble for a first down every now and then, you know. He lo- uses his legs to get those first downs, to make a, break a couple tackles, tries to get in the end zone, you know. That's the, those are the moments where you say, "All right, this might not be the same Cowboys team we've been seeing." You know, it's the Cowboys for me all season have been the the one team where it's just like they could either be here, way up here, or they're they're not going to figure it out again. You know, yep. it's like they have the biggest ceiling and the biggest floor for me because their talent is too good to not be good. It's if they can just do it, you know. It, we we just haven't seen it in a long time. We've seen them finally win that playoff game. Maybe they got that monkey off their back. You're playing against a third string quarterback this week. Uh, 49ers This team is a tough team, but at least, at least it's not, you're not playing, you know, a 30 year old Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. playing against a rookie, uh, the Mr. Irrelevant. So overall, wow. Impressed with the Cowboys. It's swayed by opinion this week, how dominant they were, uh, uh, for the 49ers game, uh, this week though. Let's move on. Awesome for the Cowboys. Let's move on to the Chargers choke job. Oh my goodness. I'll start this one off because I asked us, uh, how did they choke? And I literally put, I have no idea. I watched that entire football game. I watched it, man. I'll say this, that Jack's touchdown in the first half was the only reason they made the comeback. Um, there's, I literally have nothing to say. Like, I tried to think of things to say about this, this game. I watched it the entire thing, and even when they made the comeback, I still couldn't believe I was watching what was happening. Like, when they were moving the ball, got down to the – their side of the field got the field goal range. I was still like questioning if this is reality. I was, I was still like, are they still about to win? Are they legit, legitimately about to win this football game? And when they did, it still it just still wasn't reality to me. It didn't feel real. Um, I, I, I haven't rewatched it, but you know, I remember every single moment of that game. It was. The thing, the thing was for the, the Jags uh, is that at least the bad was super early. You know, at least you got those picks out of the way immediately and just find a way to cook up in that second half. Um, but for the for the Jags, this is big time. You know, oh yeah, it, it is it, momentum is a thing in the NFL. But if you can get momentum like that, I don't even that'll help you against any team and they're playing some the tough. Doug this
1: Peterson week. could go. He could not win a game for like two more seasons, and he would keep his job. It's like,
0: yeah, that win itself just you know that that's it was so impressive to see that that game happened. Look, so that's pretty much my point. I have no idea what to say. What do you have to say,
1: <laughs> dude? Look, Brandon Staley sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, good point. He just he's so bad. And look, the Chargers didn't fire him, which I think was a horrible mistake. Yeah, but I'm not going to say I get it because I would just suck it up and take the loss, but they apparently don't want to fire a dude and then still pay his contract and then Mm. pay for a new coach. That's fair. So, But they did fire Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, and the passing game coordinator. Good. Dude, good, but, like, I would be getting on the defense, man. Yeah, that
0: defense, man. What the heck was that?
1: It's like, dude, I was literally about to text you, I think I might have texted you and said, like, Lawrence has got to be out second half, right? Like, yeah. It was like, I, it was to that point where you're like, man, do you bench him just so, like, he doesn't injure himself? Yeah. Just so he doesn't, like, remember this for the rest of his career, at least if you stop him while he's a little bit ahead. Yeah. And then, dude, it's like you said, that touchdown at the end of the first half, they were just getting the balls to playmakers, bro. Like, get the ball to Evan Ingram, let him just power through the middle of the field Mm -hmm. is, like, the biggest – he's basically just the biggest slot receiver in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. You know, they were just – they were clicking on all cylinders. The offense looked great. Travis Etienne, I think his game doesn't get talked about. He was awesome in that game. Mm -hmm. And then if you're the Chargers man, look, you can get onto the passing game coordinator. You can fire the offensive coordinator. Brandon Staley is the one – who decided to run the ball? If I'm not wrong, I know they ran the ball less than ten times in the second half. I see. It's just I think it was like seven times. That's ridiculous, bro. When you're up by that much, that should be the first thing. I mean, you don't run at all three downs. You know what I mean? With but the like, running back that you got, let too. that be the focus of your offense in the second half. So oh, they can try to polish the turds all they want. Yeah, yeah. But they got to get Staley out of there. Yep. You know, there's really not much say. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson killed it. Travis Etienne, like I said, killed it. But the Chargers choked mm. more than anything. 100%. I feel bad for Justin Herbert. Get Staley's ass out of there, man. Yeah.
0: All amazing <laughs> points. I feel so bad for Justin Herbert as well. Does not deserve what he's
1: getting out there in LA. You'd think he would be getting and look great he, treatment. He's not without blame because he got outplayed by Trevor Lawrence. That's true. But, but, geez. He could have literally, like, that game that he played is good enough to win ninety percent of the games you yeah. play. Oh, one hundred percent! Like he was awesome the first half. Like yeah,
0: those were the. It's like that first half was like that's Justin Herbert. You know, this is the Chargers. This is this is how good this team can be. And then we saw how bad that team also yep. can be. We saw it, it, that that game was an epitome of the Brandon Staley Chargers. In my opinion, they play great and they somehow find ways to lose. What a shocker. Let's move on. We talked about him earlier with the Cowboys, but we got to talk about your team, that you're, this Cowboys team's going to be playing this week and what they did last week to old Geno Smith. Uh, I, I think they wrote back. I think they I think they finally wrote yeah, back. Yeah. Uh, 49ers go out there and, wow, first half was fun, but that second half was uh, just a pure peer, peer domination, proof that they were the better team that day. Um, I'll send this one to you. Did the 49ers prove they're the best team in the NFC after that after defeating the Seahawks?
1: Um, I thought they were the best team before. I think they just solidified it. The thing with the 49ers, man, is like talking about Dallas, you don't know which Dallas team you're going to get all the time. Mm. And, like, as a fan, I'll be the first one to tell you that's the most true shit you'll hear as a <laughs> Cowboys fan. Yeah. It's like, well, with most teams, like, you know, have a really good game one game. Next game, they'll have – Two just bat terrible plays, and they're down 21 7 going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. The 49ers, you know what they're going to do, and they just do it with freaking force, technique, speed. Like they just, they're just better at it yep. than everyone else that tries to do it. You know what you're facing, you know what you're going to get, and they just execute it. So I already thought they were the best team. I think when you go 6 and 0 with Mr. Relevant, going in like in important games leading into the playoffs. I mean, you look at that offense. That may be that's like a top 5 skill group of all time. All like time. it's ridiculous. Might be top 3. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you could argue maybe They'll another pass. another year and you could argue the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I already thought they were the number 1, but they definitely didn't hurt that claim by this win. No. It, it was close in the first half. If I'm not wrong, they were losing 17-16, yeah, something like that. But second half, it's like I said, like, they didn't change up what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They just executed. They All better. cylinders were turning.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% with you. You know, coming in this, this week, I was I, – I, I said they're the hottest team in the league, not just the NFC. They're the hottest team in the league. And, and you know – it's so fun to watch that team. Like I and I've said it like the past three episodes, but I loved your analysis saying like this team is so quarterback proof. It does not matter. It does not matter. It literally just does not matter. Brock Purdy just has to be okay. And you're going to be in a game. Plus their defense is top three in the league. It's just, it's not just how hot that offense is. It's how hot that team is. Everyone is doing perfect on that team. Um, it's just And it's just the best version we've ever seen of the 49ers. You know, they made the Super Bowl with Jimmy, and that team was good. But they didn't have, you know, they didn't have Brandon IU yet. They had Emmanuel yep. Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders was still a very good receiver. They had Brandon IU Christian McCaffrey now. Elijah Mitchell wasn't even on that team, you know. It's like, it, it's a different team. They're, they're running all cylinders offensively. The defense is as good as it's ever been, you know. With all this being said, though. I still only think they're the hottest team.
1: I don't know if they're the
0: best team.
1: I got you. When
0: you look at the rosters, I mean, talent-wise, they're. I mean, yeah, the skill players are insane. But it's like, when I look at the rosters, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants, the Giants are probably the blast in skill. But when they play their best games, those teams, when they play their best games, there's not a lot of teams beating those teams. You can say that about the 49ers. The Eagles' best might be the best in the league. The Cowboys' best might be the best in the league. And the Giants' best is going to win like the playoff it, I games. Like it. You know? And, but the 49ers' best, that also might be the best in the league. So, for me, it's, they're the hottest team right now. hottest team in the NFC, without a doubt. But, are they going to play their best to get the Cowboys? And are they going to get the Cowboys' best? And if they're going to get the Cowboys' best, can they defend the Cowboys' best? Because that, that Cowboys' best, it's tough, man. The Eagles' best, that's tough, man. That, that's...
1: I like the 49ers, See, it's beat, just hard for me to pick a rookie, you know? To beat the 49ers, you have to be at their best. Yes. Them at their worst is going to be, like, their best and their worst isn't far apart. No. That's Mm-mm. the thing about the 49ers. Yeah, it's they're
0: very small. Like, yeah, it's the opposite of the Cowboys. The Cowboys, like, their best is up here and their low is kind of yeah, low. Yeah, exactly. You know? The 49ers may have. The Giants have, are the same, you know?
1: You know, they could not have a good game. And they're still going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, It'll in twenty twenty seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because Cowboys have a bad game. You saw what happened week seven or week eighteen, 18 against exactly. against Manor. Washington. No. It's like there's there's a big difference. I do get what you're saying though, mm-hmm. from like a talent you know standpoint. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I got to disagree a little no, bit. Hey, I, I yeah. think I think the Niners are the are the best just in terms of. Plus just Shanahan, man. Shanahan's
0: the is this is the secret I think he's ingredient.
1: The, I think he's the best coach left in the playoffs.
0: He might he, he might be coming for that best coach in the league soon. And that's too, what I'm saying. You know? Like
1: if I had to pick I'd pick him over Andy Reid right now. Oh yeah. Best yeah. best coach left in the yeah, playoffs.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. It's hard hard to argue. Then it that. goes into like
1: Dayball, Doug Peterson. Day Dayball's up. There. And then Nick Sirianni. <laughs> yeah, Nick. Where's Mike McCarthy and all that? He's around <laughs> he's, Sirianni. Yeah, yeah, he's, you know, he's, in the,
0: he's, in the, he's in the mix. It's all good. But, uh, no, I think we both, you know, we, we made our points about the 49ers. I'm glad we kind of disagreed on that. Um, the 49ers. I, I, I think look,
1: I'm a little bit higher on Brock yeah, than a I lot think, of people. Think I love too. Brock.
0: It's just I got to see it to believe it, man. I've never seen a, high, a, a rookie do what he's doing. So, I got to yeah. keep seeing it, man. I Real quick
1: before we move on. Yeah. I think unless Brock completely shits the bed. Mm -hmm. If it was me, he'd be my starter going into next year. Yeah, me too. At at least quarterback competition. Yeah. Unless he just just shits the bed. You know what I mean? Like if he has like a three turnover game and is the reason you lose, I'd roll with him. Give Lance, you know, yeah, maybe a competition, but like Lance messes up once. Pff, you're I'm trading him bro. I'm trading for yeah, a second. I'm sorry. It's no. just you may have talent. That's just how it works. That's sometimes. how it works,
0: man. If he's playing better than you, he's playing better than you. But yeah, I
1: just wanted to say that about Brock. I don't I'm higher on him than a lot. I don't think he's like a top ten guy, but he's been playing like a he's, top he, ten guy. Exactly.
0: He's 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 his his stats prove that he is he's up in that level. We'll see, man. It's a tough game for y'all your cowboys out there. Um, and it's in San Francisco, correct? Yeah, yeah. Since yeah, y'all mm-hmm. that's correct. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. But let's move on to another NFC East opponent. They have a tough game as well this weekend. I this week was a weird week for me with this team. I'll start this one off. Are the Giants the sneakiest team left at the playoffs? I believe they are. One hundred percent are.
1: Gotta be. They gotta be. right? I can't even disagree. I'll let you finish your take, but they they gotta be. It's just like. <laughs> And like,
0: not to harp on the point I just did, but like that was the best of the Giants this season. That was the best version I've ever seen. Specifically the offense. Specifically the the offense. This narrative that was going around, I don't know who started it, you know, hell I might have. I don't know. But this <laughs> this idea that the Giants don't have too many skill players, I mean, they have players kind of everywhere. Like Slayton, that guy's a yeah. baller. Uh Richie James, hey, that guy's a baller. And Saquon Me and my brother, me and Nolan talked about it last night. It's like, maybe he doesn't get the touches that he was getting. You know, maybe he doesn't have the opportunity to shine, like, all the time. You know, as much as a Derrick Henry does. Call me crazy, but skill-wise, I think Saquon's the best running back in the entire league. Like, when he touches the football, it is big play alert. It's like, it feels like the entire defense is, like, just... We gotta get this guy on the ground. Yeah. we gotta get the guy on the ground. And it's like for me when I watch Saquon, there's not a lot of guys I can compare him to. Like Derek Henry is our is our best running back of our generation, our generation specifically. Like before him, it was AP. Yeah. For me, I think it, uh, I think um, Saquon is more skilled than Derek, and I think he is very close to the skill set that Adrian Peterson had when it just just pure football running back ability just can do everything on a football field. like He can catch. He can run. He can block. It's just watching him play football is so fun to watch. I think that is their key. That is Saquon is just that extra element that pushes this Giants team forward, and it all – wish Daniel Jones are you getting? Are you getting last week Daniel Jones, or are you getting rookie Daniel Jones? If you're getting last week Daniel Jones – You can beat anybody. It's like, that's what I'm saying, man. If you're getting that version of Daniel Jones, it's going to be hard to beat him. You made the point last week – he needs a
1: couple of rushes for a first down. A couple of scrambles. He did, but he, like he did more than a couple. <laughs> it was like five, you know? I, he had what 71 yeah, rushing yeah. yards. It's like,
0: like he like his feet were the one of the biggest points of that game. And when I loved it because you brought that point up in the podcast last week and when he was doing it I was like, "Damn, Ethan hit that point on the money." But
1: see um are are you done? No, you? yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much Look, it. Yeah. So I, I pre- we predicted them to win, but they didn't win at all the way I thought. Yeah. I didn't think because, all right. So let me rephrase what I said. Because I, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that brought up them not having skilled players. Mm-hmm. I still kind of stand by that, but I think it's more so like, I think they have guys that with the right coaching staff. Yes, can they not have the big name. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a number one. They don't I don't have think, a DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they don't have a number one. But like any other coach or any other, a lot of other coaches besides. Day ball and this is gonna be like the worst skill group in the league. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Oh, I completely yeah.
1: Look, bro, I love Daniel Jones. I'm gonna heart back a little bit on Saquon. I don't know if Saquon's the the best mm-hmm. in the NFL. I think he definitely has the most like big play ability yeah. of anybody. That's fair. I can I can respect that. But um that's just that's a discussion for another. Another time, time. yeah, guess. yeah. hundred I but, completely uh, agree. <laughs> but Saquon's a dude that could easily have three, you know, 50-yard out-of-nowhere plays. Yeah, he only had
0: nine touches. On yeah, the exactly. Week, you you know? give the
1: dude 20 touches, like one of them's going to be a 30-yard mm-hmm. touchdown. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But it all comes down to Brian Dayball, man. Ooh, I, we've been saying okay. it. Okay. We've been saying it a lot. Oh, I'm not discrediting Saquon. I'm just saying I think Brian Dayball – should be coach of the year after oh, that. Oh,
0: well, yeah. I oh, think yeah.
1: before that, but after that, like, he's got to be coach of the it's year. Easily. And he's he's not asking Daniel Jones to do anything that he can't do. Nope. It's just he's giving him the confidence mm-hmm. to do it, And he's giving him like, the system to
0: be himself.
1: Yeah, but they're hitting – he's, you know, getting it in man coverage and having – Receivers drag across, just get a little bit of separation. Yep. Just put it on him, man. Put it on that. You number. know what I mean? You no.
0: Know, let Richard James get ten yards after yeah. the catch. You know
1: exactly. Like we're not asking you to throw the ball fifty yards down the field every time. Exactly. Just do what people know you can do, and give him confidence <laughs> and stability. And that's what Dayball doing. Getting back to them being the sneakiest team, I don't think the defense is that great.
0: They're, they're, they're but, a weird spot for me.
1: But all it takes is that offense to be – they don't even have to be as good as they were last week. Mm-hmm. They can be 80% of what they were last week and have one guy on defense have a breakout game. Maybe, maybe Dexter Lawrence balls. Yeah, maybe Thibodeau has two sacks. Yeah, they, something yeah, like yeah. that. They can literally – they're not going to do it – Well. I'm not gonna say they're not. I'm not picking them to do it, but they can beat any team in the playoffs mm-hmm. just for one game. Out of ten times they're like losing one
0: game. It's one game. Out you know? of
1: ten times they're losing more than five. I think to any team left, but yeah. one game scenario, they can beat any team left. I, I, I believe. I completely agree with that statement.
0: They're not the better team. They're just. They're just a tough team to play. That Brian Dable's got that team playing some good football, and there's not a lot of good football being played in the NFL right now. So. Like,
1: okay, if you put Todd Bowles as the coach, yes, yes, that skill group turns into the worst. in the Yes, league.
0: it's not the same, that team's not in the playoffs. You know, Brian Dable is such a great coach, and I'm so jealous that we couldn't have picked him up or someone else. You know, hey, shout out the Giants, I got their guy for the next 20 years. Dude, I mean, man.
1: like, I'm a Cowboys fan, but. God, you can't help but like that yeah, guy, it's, man. It,
0: it's like it's so interesting because it's like he brought everything from Buffalo,
1: but that's the definition of like bringing a culture. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, like, that's just him and Dan Campbell. I think he's a way better coach. I'm not comparing yes, them yes. X's and O's wise, but, but in terms of like bringing like a, a culture,
0: culture, yeah,
1: yeah, they just he, he's got it,
0: yeah. And you, you gotta love it. You gotta, and they're both of those guys, it's like, it's hard not to root for him and stuff, but we shall see Danny Dimes. I'm going to be rooting for him. I'm a Danny Dimes fan now after last week. I've always liked the guy. I've hated the hate that he's gotten over his, his career. Um, so we'll see what he does, uh, over there, uh, out in Philly. Let's move on to the AFC. The Bengals get the job done against the Ravens, but it wasn't beautiful. It was a division around game, but it wasn't beautiful. Tyler Huntley did not play bad. Um, Overall though, with those went at you, would the Ravens have won with a healthy, a healthy Lamar.
1: Fully healthy. The Ravens with healthy Lamar, I think, are a team that can beat anybody in the league mm-hmm. in a one on one game situation. Mm-hmm. John Harbaugh is like like he's another one of those guys that you're always gonna be ready. Yep. He's always gonna have him ready to play. But You can also make the point, well, if Lamar would have been healthy, the Bengals would have prepped for Lamar. That's yeah. The Bengals, I think, the Bengals are the better team, even if the Ravens have Lamar. So it wouldn't have surprised me for Mm -hmm. the Ravens to win, but I still would have picked the Bengals. Like, I think from a talent standpoint, they're just better at almost every position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's very few spots they're worse at. Mm -hmm. It sucks now because their linemen are hurt, but – for the game, they weren't. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're picking them like the linemen weren't injured. So, it's like the Ravens definitely could have won. I'm going to say they would have won. I would have still picked the Bengals. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would have been still more logical to pick the Bengals, but wouldn't have been surprising at all if the Ravens won that game. Yeah, I, I'm
0: i pretty much in the same boat here. It would have been a more interesting game. Lamar would have brought a little bit more juice to the game. Everybody would have been a little bit more excited. But they wouldn't have won, you know. I just, I'm, I've always been a hardball fan, both of them, but John specifically, you know, I thought everything he's done over there with the Ravens is good. But I don't know if I don't know if Lamar with the Ravens is gonna last much longer. I think Lamar is looking for a change. I think the Ravens yep. have taken two, enough shots at this with Lamar. Lamar's starting to get a little injured now. Last couple seasons, and
1: I feel like we should mention it's happened like. As the podcast yeah. was starting, the Ravens did fire their offensive coordinator yep. Greg Roman, yep. so they definitely got some stuff changed. Something's
0: changing, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the moving on from Lamar, even though Lamar is so good. But sometimes you just got to make a move. And um, but overall, I don't think they would have won. I think I think the B- Bengals man, managed the game. Maybe it wasn't pretty. Joe Burrow didn't have a perfect game, but that's the thing about the Bengals is like their offensive line, like you said, is is injured. They're not. This is not the same offense that we saw. You know, throughout the regular season when they had an, a healthy offensive line, this is very similar to last year's offense in that playoff run where they had to quick pass it, get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. You know, yep. one Aaron Donald play away from, you know, possibly winning a Super Bowl. You know, it's, it's, it's so, it's going to be tough for the Bengals to make this run like I think they can with an injured offensive line. They did it last year. It's going to be hard to get through the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, probably the Chiefs. We'll see what the Jacks can do, but you know it's going to be hard yeah. you know it's going to be hard without an offensive line but if they can you know if they can keep that quick pass ability up with with Joe Burrow's you know finding those guys quick passing it getting this mitigating the pass rush with quick passes run game you know you know maybe they can you know um maybe make that, make that run but for me for the Bengals it's it's yeah. tough to pick a team with n- no stability to the offensive line exactly. it's hard to pick a team to win a super bowl like that um but like we said Overall, when it comes to talent, they're one of the best at every single position. So nothing surprises me with the Bengals anymore. Um, when it comes to winning playoff games, uh, but let's move on. This is a quick one. Throw it straight at you, my brother. Y'all, you, you might, your team might have ended this man's career, but we might have differing opinions. I'll throw it right at you. Okay. Was that Tom Brady's last game? And if it was not, where will he be playing next year?
1: Man, I'm gonna be honest. Hate doing this stuff. This is like, I hate predicting if someone's gonna retire or not because I'm always wrong. If I had to guess, I don't think it's his last game. I think it's his last game in Tampa. All right. I think right now, there's no real way of knowing exactly where he'll go. Like, because if. Sean Payton say takes a job in Houston. Mm-hmm. It would be very shocking but like I could see Brady going to Houston, you it's know. It's like I know. I couldn't see him going got to a lot it.
0: of money in free agency too.
1: One place that people mention that I just don't see though is the Jets. I feel like you'd have to fire Robert Sala. Okay. And I don't okay. see them doing that. Plus it's just kind of weird when you played for the Patriots for I don't it know. Is. It would be weird. Like, it would be weird. I I just can't see that. I also, Miami. I feel like Tua has shown yeah. too much. Yeah. The more I think about it, the Raiders. Mm. The Raiders are right there, man. Um, I think honestly, I think it'll be the Raiders, the Saints. Mm. I think it'll be the Raiders or the Saints at the end of the day. Interesting. I just don't see. I don't see him going back to Tampa unless like. They get a new coach and change everything up. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just don't see him going back to Tampa. The Jets wouldn't shock me. I just think they're like the least likely. Mm. I don't think him going to Indianapolis would be terrible. It wouldn't be too crazy. If it they, depends who they get as a coach. Yeah, it, that's the thing is it all depends on who the coach is yeah. for the team. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to go to a Jeff Saturday no, coach he's team. Not, it's just, he's and just not. you can't blame him. Nah. It's like you're forty. You're going to be forty six. Like. Whether you like it or not, at that point you're not trying to build anything. No, up. You're looking You're trying to, to win right now. This yeah. immediate
0: second. And uh, no, everything you said was uh, uh, one. The one point I will kind of you know st- take a step okay. back on is uh, I don't think they're the favorites, but they were my. This is my. The, the, I think the Jets are my wild card. I think they're the, they're a wild card. Only. I mean, from
1: like a roster standpoint, that's my, that's
0: my only point. That's my. Only, I think Tom Brady doesn't give a shit about former divisions, former teams. I think yeah. Tom Brady said, I'm "Trying to win right now." Tom Brady did that when he went to Tampa. He said, "What's the best situation for me right now?" Who has what what's the best roster with no quarterback yeah. with a hell of a coach. I think Robert Shaw is a hell of a coach. They got an amazing receiving core. They got an elite defense, a top 5 defense at its best in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think they're the wild card, but my favorite has to be the Raiders. Josh McDaniels is there. It just
1: makes the most sense. It has the most right.
0: talent. You, you would Immediately, Tom Brady has the best receiver in the league in Devontae Adams. He immediately has a top five tight end in Darren Waller. Immediately has a top ten route runner in Hunter Renfro. It's top, a top five running back in Josh Jacobs. It's when you look offensively, you know, with Josh McDaniels' system that Tom Brady was so good in for so long, you know, it's it, – when it comes to scheme, when it comes to yep. skill, when it comes to location, because that's a big market, you know. Dana White said that he was really close to going there before. You know, um, when uh, when he was going to Tampa, it said the Raiders were in the mix, but they stuck with Derek Carr. So yep, it's like, exactly. You know, he was the guy that Tom Brady was. You're sticking with that guy. Yeah, you know, that's that's who he's talking sticking about. Sticking
1: with this f yeah, 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 you yeah, said yeah, that's
0: who he's talking about. <laughs> old Derek Carr. So I really wouldn't be surprised. If, I think if, for me, if I'm Tom, and I'll make it a little bit, make a long point short. Yeah, you know, if I'm Tom, I'm going to Tampa. I mean, I'm going to Vegas. I'm gonna use all that skill players that they've got. Hopefully, they can build up that defense a little bit more by next season. Hopefully, you know, see what Josh McDaniels can do because they had a lot of good years with Josh McDaniels. So that's who I believe. Tom Brady, Vegas probably. Jets are a little bit of a wild card for me, but um, uh, I got Vegas.
1: The only thing with the Jets is I feel like they'd have to bring in Sean Payton.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And not that, like, they wouldn't do that. I just think it makes more sense in other places. Yep. You know what I mean?
0: Like, Texans makes more sense. Yeah. Indy makes more and sense. And
1: the thing is with Tom is, like, this point last year, you could have said literally, like, eight different places. Miami, yeah. Denver, like, mm-hmm. really not as many.
0: It's not as wide open. Like,
1: I don't see him going to Miami.
0: I just don't see that at all.
1: I don't – I just – I honestly don't think he goes back to – you know where actually – I think he's more likely to go back to New England than he is go to the Jets, if I'm being honest. That's kind of my wild card. Okay. I think he goes Tampa – or not Tampa. I think he goes Raiders, the Saints, depending on Peyton. Mm-hmm. Peyton is the main, yeah. Sean Peyton is the main pa- Sean Peyton is
0: a big factor in all this. But
1: if Sean Peyton, say, goes to L.A., mm-hmm. well, never mind, because they're keeping Staley. Staley. But say he goes somewhere and is like, you know, like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to bring in. Like, Arizona,
0: sticks with Kyler.
1: Yeah, something like that. It's like, okay. Maybe Brady is like, man, Belichick, remember, man, we had it. Robert Kraft still you loves might be
0: bringing in Bill O'Brien as your offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: You, know? you bring in Bill O'Brien, you still got Robert Kraft who loves Brady he loves like Brady. I'm not going to say that would happen, but that's kind of my wild card is him actually going back to um And they built, I mean, the Patriots are
0: not far off. Like no. I, if he was it was last year, like that's a different story. This team this year was like literally a quarterback away, you know? Yeah. They literally had quarterback controversy between Mac Jones and Bailey's Zappi. Now look, it's if like, that's they a don't, problem.
1: if they don't fix their play calling, oh god, yeah, Brady's not going. No, no. and they I, have to bring I, in like O'Brien. A
0: Bill O'Brien. They have to bring in a guy, maybe that, a Cliff King, someone guy. that 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 Tom, you know, will appreciate that he can respect. You know, I think that's a, a, a completely agree with you. It's so hard to pick who, where he will be going. It honestly might have been his last game. I doubt yeah, it. It, it did not seem like it. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't me. surprise me. But how he walked off that field just didn't feel like it. Just yeah. did like when Drew walked off the field I knew. It was just like there's without a doubt this is Drew's Breeze's last game. When Tom walked off that field against Josh just didn't feel like that was his last football game. Yeah. I think Tom knows he can still play really good football um in the NFL. We'll see, Tom Brady. We'll see it next year or in Fox Studios. Yeah. Might that might be his actual teammate with uh, teammate with Sean Payton if uh uh more likely there at Fox. We'll see. Let's move on to the NBA. Not much to talk about here, you know. NFLs are obviously our biggest priority, but we're going to go through this kind um, of quick. Been a fun season halfway through it almost pretty much. Um, we're starting to see who the best teams are. Celtics in the in the, in the East have the best record overall. And the Nuggets in the West with the second best overall record, best in the West. We're going to start with the Nuggets in this conversation. Are the Nuggets the best team in the West? I'll start this one off. I'm starting to think so. I think when the season is said and done, all is done. You know. You know, every game's been played. I think the Nuggets will have technically the best record in the West. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to make the finals. The playoffs in the West is going to be hard. There's a lot of good teams in the West. But it's going to be hard to beat those Nuggets. The Nuggets are finally healthy. Michael Porter Jr. is starting to become the player that everyone thought he could be. Jamal Murray is starting to become the player that he once was before his injury. They brought in some skilled players. Joker's. He's he's up there in MVP again. He's number three, I think, in the rankings. Every single season, he's he's, he's going to be in there. He man. is so ridiculously good. He leads the league. Uh, I think he leads the league in assists, if I'm not mistaken. If not one, he's two or three. It's like it's like it's such a stupid stat to hear from a seven footer. Um, overall, when you look at the, the roster, I, I love their coach. You know, they've been building this thing for a minute. Everyone has been saying the Nuggets have been that team that's like. Close. Every single year, they've been building it. They've been building it. They've been building it. They've They've got their superstar. I think they're going to be the best team in the West at the end of the season.
1: Don't know if they make it out of the West
0: to make the finals. But right now, this very moment, I think the Denver Nuggets are the best team in the West. What you got?
1: I got to agree with you, man. Look, Aaron Gordon's getting swept under the radar, too. Aaron Gordon, too, yes. He's doing really good. And, you know, it's like you said, um, all their guys, Jamal Murray, Michael Carter— is that his name? No, Michael Porter. I don't know why I said. What would you say, Michael? Michael Carter. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I didn't but um, it up. <laughs> but Michael Porter, like those guys, Jamal Murray. You know, if he does what he did in the, the bubble playoffs, but obviously you don't expect him to do that. Um, but you got guys like Aaron Gordon. Um, you got Jokic, who, in my opinion, this may be a little bit too strong, Jokic has potential to finish as a top 15 player of all time. He might be top 10, bro. Dude, him and Luka, I think, more than anybody besides, like, LeBron mm -hmm. and KD right now.
0: Yeah, maybe Giannis. Yeah,
1: Giannis too, but Giannis could be top five. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. uh, Those guys, if they keep it up and just play a while, Mm -hmm. they're going to finish top 10, top 15. Oh, Oh, 100%. Dude, Jokic is ridiculous. They just – the West, it's like you said, it's loaded, but they've been consistent all year. Yep. They were arguably, like, just as good last year, just missing Jamal Murray. Yes. And they have it now. So, it's like – I feel like they're going to be the number one team in the West at Mm -hmm. the end of the year. I don't – I wouldn't pick them to win the finals, Mm -hmm. but I definitely think that they're going to be maybe not the hottest, but the most dominant Western team going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I do want to make this point, too. I don't think anyone in the West is going to win the finals, first of all. I think the yeah. champion will be in the East. Um, that's to be seen, though. We'll see. Let's move on to the Grizzlies on a 10-game winning streak out here when a lot of basketball games. Ja Morant is balling. The whole team's balling, honestly. They're looking like the, looking like the Grizzlies of last year that made that playoff run uh, or made it to the playoffs last year. And uh, really try to make uh, stir up the playoffs. Uh, I've always – you know, I've been a Grizzlies – fan since last year you know not like a fan fan but like i enjoy watching that team that team is fun to watch they shoot a lot of threes java is just box office i mean you're yeah. waiting for him to just do something absolutely insane every single game um but to get to the point are they back to being the team from last year i think they are i think they are you know when you win 10 straight games it's not a coincidence you know there's a reason for that they're healthy uh i like their coach um, they've got stability overall on the whole entire roster now. Even last year there was, like, a little stability problems. Who was who, who was the who was the starters and stuff? This year it feels like they know. John Moran has another year under his belt. It's just, they're an older team, more experienced team. They're taking their second crack at this playoff run, you know, at this championship run in the West. It's like, I think they're back to the same team as last year, but that still doesn't mean they're the best team in the West or the second-best team in the West. You know, record-wise they are. You know the Grizzlies are a team. It's just like, I don't know if Jaw can do it by himself to get him to that championship game. I think John ja needs another guy. Jaron Jackson's a good player, but he's not. He's not Jaws. He's got to stay on the field. He's got to stay on the court. On the you, court you know, court it's, it's one of those things. But overall, Grizzlies are. I think they're back to the last year's team, but I don't think last year's team was a championship team. So
1: that's, dude. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, they're back to the how they were last year. I don't think they're good enough to win the finals. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough to really make a playoff run. They almost lost to the Timberwolves last year. They really should have lost. They should have, yeah. If Anthony Edwards didn't go for the steal <laughs> with like eight seconds left instead yeah. of hey, let me just make sure he doesn't get to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I
0: don't you know, but that one. it was a learning experience. <laughs> yeah. But
1: anyway, man, they can beat anybody. They're explosive. Desmond Bain – Mm. I'm starting to think Desmond Bain may be better than Trey Young. Yeah, like, like that dude can stroke sh- sh- three, bro. That dude is built like a fullback yeah, and yeah. can stroke a basketball. Uh-huh. But, you know, they get hot and they just click on all cylinders. Jarrett Jackson has got to get better at fouling, man. Like He's got to just stay on the court. He's
0: got to stay on the court, man.
1: Um, Jaw, I don't like jaw, I'm going to be honest. Really? But you can't, like, it would just be – biased and dumb if I was like, yeah, he's not good. Like, the dude is good, and you can't argue that. Mm -hmm. He's the most explosive player, I think, in the league. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when they're doing that, they can beat just about anybody, but in a seven-game series, when they get in the playoffs, I think they're going to end about how they did last
0: year. I think we both agree on that one. I like Grizzlies, but not much of an improvement from last year. They're healthy. We'll see what happens. Let's move on to the best team in the entire league. The Celtics are trying to separate themselves from the rest of the Eastern Conference. When it's all said and done, will they be the best East team, Red? Do you think they'll be the best team at the end of the season in the East?
1: I think so. I think so. Um, The West is really close. The East is also close, but also like the Celtics are four games up. Yeah,
0: they're starting to get that separation, you know. And
1: any team can do it. But we're over halfway at this point. Like, you're not going to learn a whole lot More that you didn't already yep. know about a team. Yep. And the Celtics, man, Jason Tatum, he's in, I don't think he's, like, top two MVP race like he was mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. But it's not like he's gotten – He's probably, know. like, third or fourth now. Yeah, yeah he, exactly. <laughs> it it's just like, so happens Luke is just going to Yeah, went you went from, like, a 99 to a 97. Yeah, like, it's like oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Jalen Brown. I think those two as a duo are just—they're a top. They might be the best duo. They're the best
0: scoring duo of all time, technically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And
1: in the league, like if I could pick one, they might be number one. They might be top three for sure. Mm -hmm. They just—they have defenders at every level. We talked about it earlier. Like you know, you can do pick and roll against them, and you're switching from. Jalen Brown to freaking Robert Williams on defense. Like, there's still two very above average borderline. Well, maybe not Jalen Brown. He's a very good, but Robert Williams is borderline elite defensively. Like, they just have too many guys like that. You know, them to win the finals, I think if they're not the favorite, they should be two or three. Yeah. I think they'll finish number one in the West. I do think some teams. In the West, it wouldn't be surprised if they beat – or in the East, I mean. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if they got beat. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think, like, logically, on paper, statistic-wise, they'll be the number one at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of with you. It's just hard not to pick this team. Offensively, they're – like we said earlier in the season, they're just going crazy. Their defensively, they're starting to find themselves now with Robert Williams back – um the what the East is it's tough. It's gonna be tough to be the outright best team, but I think they will be record wise. Skill wise, I think I think the Bucks them and the Bucks are gonna be close. I think like no matter what the records are. The, if they get in a seven game series between the Bucks and the Celtics, I think it's going seven. I think that series is going seven with a healthy Giannis, uh with a healthy Celtics. So I think that they're gonna be outright record wise the best team in the East. Yeah, talent wise, I think it's gonna be between the Bucks. The Bucks
1: hey, real quick on the Bucks. Shout out Joe Ingles, dude. <laughs> that,
0: that was the craziest thing I ever noticed about that team, bro. I was watching the Bucks like three days ago, and I saw Joe Ingles on the court. I didn't yeah, even realize he, they
1: had them. He's like, he's not a championship piece, but like, oh. he's actually like helping more that's than all, I
0: thought. That's what I'm saying, bro. He just sitting in the corner, hit like three threes a game, bro. It's like he was so elite for the ja- uh, for the Jazz at that. Like, that was so yeah. good at doing that for the Jazz when they when I found out he, they got him. I was like, dang the bucks the bucks just have so many players man it's hard not to pick the bucks but i think the celtics by the end of the season will be the best team record wise outright in the east but that playoff series if it's if it's between the celtics and the bucks in the eastern conference championship it will go 7 not exactly sure who will win but that's it for our nba discussion for the day it was a nice little you know recap you know we had to get back our get our nba shoes on you know as the nfl season unwinds we can't we gotta be a some, you know, somewhat understanding the, the our other sport in the NBA. So we have we gotta add that every now and then now. Uh, but let's end this show with our NFL predictions as always uh, for big time games. Obviously, divisional round. Uh, we're gonna do an in order. This is, is the first game on Saturday. We got Jags versus the Chiefs. Patty Mahomes versus the old man, Patty Mahomes, because he's the oldest, twenty seven year old in the uh, quarterbacks. Uh, left in the playoffs. Yes, hey,
1: you heard that right. Dak Prescott's actually the oldest. Was oh, he 28? 29. Oh, okay. <laughs> my old fault. man. My but fo- but my fault. Uh, Mahomes is the oldest in the AFC, yeah, which is still crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah,
0: it's just the new era, man. Our, literally the oldest quarterback in the draft. I mean, the, the playoffs left is 29 years old. <laughs> crazy to me. Um, but Jags versus uh, Jags versus Chiefs, hell of a football game we've got in front of us. I'm going to send this one to you, Red. Jags versus Chiefs. Who you got, brother?
1: Man, love the Jags. They've been clicking. Doug Peterson is another guy. I think he should be. I don't think he should win it. He should be in the running for Coach of the Year. Yeah. Man, you've both been saying it. That was such a good hire oh, when they God. got him. Like at the point they got him, I wouldn't have been that upset if the Cowboys fired McCarthy and got Peter. Like, yeah. I just like Doug Peterson that much. He's a really good coach, Trevor Lawrence. He's the guy for the next fifteen years. Easy. Like he's, he's got the keys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's just like they got guys. Travis Etienne talked about him earlier. He had an underrated season, in my opinion. Fantasy
0: god for me, dude. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but that being said, man, Chiefs are the Chiefs. They just have so much firepower. Tough. They've been here before. They don't even need the rest. Mm-hmm. Like, they got even their defense. Like, I think Trent McDuffie has been a really solid corner Hell for them. I of a that. George Karloftis has not oh, been bad at yep. all. Like, uh, McDuffie, I think, actually might follow Christian Kirk around, just which there you, there you that go. wouldn't be bad because Christian, Christian Kirk is balling too. Mm-hmm. Look, I want to say the Jags. The, their best days are in front of them. I think they started something with getting Peterson and getting Lawrence. You know, we said it last week on the pod. I don't know about you. I'm going to keep rolling with it. They won last week, but we even said if they win, they're one and done. Yeah, I got to stick to that. I have all the respect for him, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. Andy Reid has just been in this moment more. Patrick Mahomes has been in this moment a million times. You know he can. He's going to make whatever throw he needs to make. Their run game has actually not been horrible. Like they can at least a bit better. Yeah, they can at least produce on the ground. Um, Jacksonville, you can only have so many crazy comebacks. You know what I mean? Like, I just think the Chiefs have too much firepower. I do think it's a close, high-scoring game. Okay. I could see a situation where it's kind of like 49ers Seahawks mm-hmm. and it ends maybe, you know, 24 42. I think it'll be closer than that, though. I think the neither team makes a lot of mistakes. I think it wouldn't be surprised me if both quarterbacks play one of their better games in this mm-hmm. and it's just a sling
0: fest. Just a sling fest. I like
1: it. Right now, I got the Chiefs winning, though. I got them winning. 42 38. Hey, that's
0: a, that's a, I love it. we am going crazy on it. Got a freaking shootout. I, I I like that pick. Uh for me it's
1: Okay. 38 35. Let me Okay, just bump it
0: down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, bump it down a little bit. Make it a, a little more realistic, huh? Uh no, I think that's a solid pick. I was between either a shootout or, you know, just kind of a handling game. I think the Chiefs just handle this game.
1: I got um,
0: you. You know, I think the best thing you said is they've been here. You know? Yeah, it's like the Jags are not a bad football team. They have just never been in this moment. You know, Doug Peterson has, but not not a lot of those players in the Jags have. Chiefs no. are just so experienced. Patty Mahomes. It's just this is the moments that he lives for. This is the moments where Patty Mahomes becomes Patty Mahomes. It's like I'm not going to pick the Jags. I think that how this game goes is going to be weird. I think I think the Jags are going to try and make another comeback. I think the Chiefs come out swinging. Kind of catch them off guard again. The Jags might, I don't know if the Jags start as bad, like four turnovers bad. They might have like one turnover early, but like, uh, I think they just, I think the offense is going to stall early and then late. They're going to try to make a comeback, but it's going to be too late. Uh, I think they fail in their last drive to get their touchdown. I think the Chiefs win this game 27 to 20. So that's what I got in that first game of the weekend. Let's move on to the Giants versus Eagles. Wow. This game, we talked about it already. I'm so excited about this game. What you got? Giants versus Eagles. Two division uh, foes
1: here for you. Man, right now, might come back to bite me. I got the Giants, man. Hey. I got the Giants hey. right here, man. Look, don't get me wrong. We. Kind of caught it with the Eagles. I, it took me a minute, but I definitely got higher on I wasn't as high on them at the beginning of the year as mm-hmm. I should have been. Mm-hmm. I'll admit that. It took me a minute, but I got there. Now they're just injury prone. It's like they got hit with injuries at the worst possible time. I think they lost three starters in week 18. Yep. Yeah, Jalen Hurts will play, but we don't know which how version healthy, are we getting there. We don't right? know how healthy he's going to be. Um, i do think all the reports are kind of good mm-hmm. at like they're good but i mean like the fact that there hasn't been some we don't know how he's gonna look like they could be hiding it you know he yeah, may yeah. be a hundred percent exactly that could also be a bad sign to where hey like don't let anybody know no, that 80 yeah that know? this dude can't roll out to his left full speed yeah. you know what i mean but the eagles man their team they're kind of like i feel like they're like a better version of the Jags. They can come out clicking all cylinders. But the Giants, man, I just think they can beat anybody. I I actually do like Nick Sirianni, even though he's the Eagles head coach. Got to give the dude respect. I think he's good, but I think Brian Dayball is just better. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Jones, um, if he does 75% of what he did last week, you give Saquon more like 15 touches. That's all – 15 is not that hard. It's not
0: bad, Now
1: I think that they could easily get – If okay, I'll phrase it like this. If Jalen Hurts is 100%, I still think it's close, but I think the Eagles – I think the Eagles end up winning. With Jalen Hurts being like he is, I think it's only going to take one mistake. I don't think this Giants team is going to make a lot – they just don't make a lot of mistakes. Mm-mm. They're not going to punch you in the mouth, but they're mm-hmm. not going to make a lot of mistakes. Yep. If Jalen Hurts has one or two turnovers, the Giants take advantage of that. I got the Giants winning this one 28-24.
0: 28-24. I
1: don't think it's – they're not their offense is not going to look like it did against Minnesota. No. But they can get 100 total rushing yards, 250 passing yards. Not even that, really. Like, around 350 total yards and you'll be – You'll be
0: alive. Yeah. You'll be good. Yep. Yeah. I actually thought you were going to pick Philly here. We're both going to go on the wild. Uh, oh man, the, the upset Look. on this one. This was such a tough pick for me. And I, I don't think the Phillies peaked. I just think that Philly's best play is behind them.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just
0: don't. I Just think that their best version of themselves was is is a couple of weeks ago when they're. I don't helping.
1: think. Yeah, I don't think Philly has new gear. Yeah. To move it in. That's what I'm saying. It's like
0: I think their best was versus the Tennessee Titans, you know, when, when AJ Brown absolutely destroyed his former team, you know. I just when they were fully healthy, this team was almost unbeatable. They're not fully healthy. Giants are hot. The Giants looked just so good last week. So entertaining to watch that team play last week. I'm going Giants. That's all I can really say, man. I think Saquon has a day. I think Danny Dimes does just just enough to get the win. Going, I'm going Giants. Going Giants, very similar oh, yeah. to your score. Going 30 to 27 in this one. Um, late field goal gets the win for, I think it's Graham Gano is their kicker. So yeah. Gano gets the win, I think, uh, for old Giants. Let's move out to the Bills uh, versus Bengals game. This one is obviously has an uh, elephant uh, over it. Obviously, last time these two teams played, the whole situation with DeMar Hamlin. You know, there's going to be a lot of juice to this one, I think. I think I think the Bills are going to be playing for their, their for their boy, and I think the Bengals are going to be playing to prove that they were the better team all along. Like, we should have won that game Like if, it, if nothing happened, you know. I think that's what they're going to come out. and. I think that the Bengals want to do. I think the Bengals come out in this game, and I think they're going to say, we're just a better team. I think the Bengals are just going to come out and just, you know, I know the offensive line's messed up, and that's a big, big problem. Thank God Bills don't have Von Miller. Um, oh, man. I think that would be an easy pick if, if, if Bob Miller was still playing for the bills this season, um, I'd probably pick the bills, but I think Cincinnati offensively gets, I think they're going to be fine. I think the quick pass, the run game is going to be able to keep them in this game. And I think Buffalo offensively will look really good too. But I think, I just think Cincinnati just finds a way to get the job done after last week with the bills you know, kind of struggling against a third string quarterback, not even struggling. They allowed the Miami stay in that game last week. They just allowed them to stick around, and you can't allow the Bengals to stick around. They will beat you. They won't stick around. They'll just go way ahead. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So I I think I think that Bills, they try to stick. They're going to be the ones to try to stick around, and they can't. They won't be able to do it. I think Cincinnati gets the job done. Thirty four to thirty one. What you got in this one,
1: man? Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Bengals here too, Mm -hmm. but. For different reasons. Okay. All right. Not trying to be that dude. I don't know how much I trust the Bills, man. It's, yeah, it's from a roster standpoint. I keep saying that this episode, but like from a roster and just talent standpoint, they have top three roster. Oh, yeah. You know, Sean McDermott is a really good coach, but. They just – that offense can be very inconsistent, man. Mm. Like, they should have lost against Miami. They yep. really should have. They should have. Josh Allen, obviously, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's an MVP finalist every year, basically. Yep. I don't know if I trust him all that much in games like this. Telling
0: you, man, I, me and Nolan said that.
1: He has at least two or three game or throws a game where you're just like, man, like – Why? <laughs> you don't play for – freaking the bears or houston like you Mm -hmm. don't have to do that man like you have gabe davis one-on-one let him break a tackle Mm -hmm. besides trying to roll out and make some ridiculous throw like just triple covers to step one you know you don't have to score every play exactly yep and obviously it's hard to tell a dude not to do that but especially
0: a guy like josh allen it's
1: only going to take one hit one throw. He may not even get hit scrambling. He could be rolling out some ridiculous way, fall and mess up his shoulder. Yeah. Obviously I don't want anyone to get injured or anything. Never. Never never. But yeah. Josh Allen's the type of guy where his play is like one hit and it's he just, could get injured. It's you always know what been, I mean? It's
0: always been one of those he's always been a player where it's just like you kinda hold your breath every single
1: time. Yeah, Bro- there's two or three plays gonna be like, man. That was a tough Ooh. hit. For half a second, you're like, is he gonna, is he get, gonna up? get up? And know? then he just gets up, no problem. No problem. Just like, grabs his face mask, <laughs> moves it all the way back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. has blood everywhere. Yeah, breaks his finger back into yeah, place. Exactly. You know. Classic Josh Allen. You know. But it's just, I think the Bengals are ready to play. Mm. I think, man, this is really hard because I'm kind of. It's like if the Bengals didn't have. If both teams were 100% healthy, I'd take the Bengals. I'm still taking the Bengals, but I think them losing three offensive linemen is a big deal. It's such
0: a big deal. That's why I'm so hesitant. And yeah. So hesitant.
1: It's, it's, it's going to be close. I really do think the Bengals win this game. I just don't think you can make even half the amount of bad plays you made against Miami and oh, beat this Bengals team. Oh, no, no, no. Like – but I'm counting on Josh Allen to have a turnover.
0: So I'm saying Bengals defense is better than last year. Exactly. So,
1: so I think it's a close, not high, not super high scoring game. But I think the Bengals just make less mistakes. I think the Bills might give it away late, if I'm being honest. Mm-mm. I got the Bengals winning right now 30
0: 23. 30 23. That's a good score. I like that. If one. the
1: Bills win, it takes a perfect game. Yeah.
0: I completely honestly – the Bills they're,
1: – they're, It's weird because I feel like the Bills are the better team. Yeah. it's like But I feel like the, like the Bengals play better. Yeah, it's just – yeah. It's, just, it, it's weird. It's
0: a weird thing, especially because – for you too, because you're, you're more of a Sean McDermott fan than Zach Taylor. It's oh, just, yeah. But watching the Bengals play football, it's just like that's – they know what they want. They know exactly what they want to do every single week. Because Joe, Joe Burrow is much more of a game-playing quarterback while Josh Allen is – you're gonna obviously have a game plan, but yeah. Josh Allen will get out of that game plan. You know?
1: Exactly. And look,
0: how much will he get out of it? You on know? Zach
1: Taylor, I really like him. Like, he's a good coach. I just, it's like he's still really young. Yeah. He he's not super super young. Yeah. Like he's. It's like he's like thirty sometimes. Mm. Like sometimes with the late, like the clock management. No, gosh. Like, yeah. It's like come on, bro. But like you can't argue the dude is a good coach. No. 100%. You know what I mean?
0: I completely understand what you mean there. Heck of a game. Wow. That's the game of the year, man. We we wanted it in week 17. We didn't get it. Now we get it here in the playoffs, even bigger, better. Damar Hamlin's healthy. No one's, everybody's happy. This is the game we wanted. We're all excited. Cannot wait, but we still got one more game to predict. And that is your old Cowboys. (sighs) They're going out to San Fran to play old Brock Purdy. I'm going to send this one straight to you, brother. What you got? Cowboys versus 49ers.
1: Man, look. We've, been, we've talked about these two teams a lot on this episode. The The 49ers are just consistent. Kyle Shanahan is a genius. You know what you're going to get. You know, Brock Purdy doesn't have to be amazing. But the Cowboys, if they play as good as they can, they can easily win this game. Sir. Just are they going to do that is the thing. Like, Because another thing to look at is the Cowboys played Monday night. Mm -hmm. 49ers get an extra two days of rest, basically. If you think about it, they probably flew home, didn't get in bed till 4 o'clock after the game. The next day is basically wasted. You can do some film watching, but you're not going to make the guys get out there and smash helmets after sleeping for four hours. Mm -hmm. So the 49ers have a rest advantage, and it's in San Fran. All the signs are pointing to the 49ers. I just – look, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're listening, I promise you you're not a bigger fan than me. <laughs> I'm not saying that we're, we can't be equally as big of fans, but, like, you're lying to yourself if you're saying the needle's pointing in Dallas's direction. It's just not. Yeah. But – But. I'm going to be a damn homer. <laughs> I can't help it. Look, I don't think Purdy has a meltdown – I think Micah Parsons wins this game for Dallas. I think Micah Parsons has two sacks, freaking eight or nine pressures, 10 or eight or 10 tackles. I think Micah Parsons decides this game. I think Purdy, all he has to do is mess up once, or McCaffrey, all he Mm -hmm. has to do is fumble once, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. I think the Cowboys need to be smarter because sometimes what gets them in trouble is their damn ignorance not admitting when something isn't working. Yeah. Okay, Zeke doesn't need to get the ball. If Zeke gets more than 8
0: touches, Pollard needs to be the guy. Yeah, Pollard needs great. to
1: get 15 touches. Zeke maybe 6 or 7 short down runs. Maybe you throw one or two screens mm-hmm. to him. Pollard has got to be the main back. You got to get the ball to the receivers. You need you need at least a decently big game from – you can't have CD having less than like 70 yards. Yeah. You need a big game from Michael Parsons, and Tony Pollard has to just do what he's done all year. Yeah. I don't think that is incapable of happening. Mm. Look, I'm taking the Cowboys. I got a feeling in my heart. <laughs> On paper, it's pointing in the 49ers' direction. I love Brock, but he is a rookie. He's a rookie, man. And his meltdown may not be a huge meltdown, but him, you know, throwing the ball away on him doing a Kirk Cousins check down on fourth down. That's all it takes. That could be what decides this game. And those are the things when I say he could have a meltdown. He does something like that twice. Maybe throws a tip ball that gets picked Mm -hmm. off. But then again, Dak could also easily throw three picks in this game he's Good. done it before like Good. three times this season so I mean mm. but right now I think the four I think the Cowboys come out hungry I could be wrong it's pointing for the 49ers to win I wouldn't be shocked at all if the 49ers win I think out of 10 times they win easily more than Dallas but that being said I might just be feeling it <laughs> really hope it doesn't come back to bite me. <laughs> I don't do this often, but I'm just going with my heart, man. Going I got the heart. Da- I got Dallas winning thirty four twenty
0: eight. All right, thirty four twenty eight. Hey, I like it, man. I I can't go too far from that, man. You know, this one's a, is a toss up, but
1: okay, wait. I got Dallas winning thirty one twenty seven. Thirty one twenty
0: seven. Okay, okay, change it up a little bit. I like it for me. I think Dallas gets the job done too, man. Hey, I, but I think yes, I sir. think. It's for the reasons you said and some. I think this is a defensive battle for both teams. I don't think either the player of back, the
1: game has got to be Michael Parsons. It's
0: got. I think it's either got to be him or Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, I would like. Trayvon get like a pick six or something like that. Just dude. something maybe or two picks or maybe a pick and a pass deflection or a pass breakup, a big pass breakup late. Just I think if Trayvon Diggs just has to have one of his best games because you know Debo and Brandon Ayuk, that's gonna be tough for him. If he can have, if the defense can, Trayvon can have a good game, Micah control the game in the in the front seven. If he could control the game there, force Brock Purdy to make those big town throws to the corners, you know, Trayvon's a ball hawk, you know. And for a guy like Brock Purdy, it's like those are your worst enemies yet sometimes. You and know? Then look,
1: having like Leighton Vander Ash yes. back for this game, mm-hmm. like 49ers, Debo, Auk. I, <laughs> IU yeah. McCaffrey, you got to tackle an open space. Yep. yep. So, like, I love that you brought up Trayvon Diggs. If he can just not even have his name called. Yeah, honestly. If yeah. he can have a quiet game like, and just. allow, like, one
0: catch. Yeah. Like-
1: make, you know, say he gives up a couple catches, but makes, you know, four good open field tackles. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Micah has two, three sack. They can win this game. Yes, but I, I like everything you were saying. Now
0: I, I think if y'all can, if y'all can control this offense, and force Brock Purdy into those plays, you know, I think the biggest factor. Get Debo's a problem. George Kittle's gonna be a problem. I think the biggest factor for y'all to contain has got to be Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I think if right now. Chris McCaffrey is that spark. It's just like this team's amazing, but we just added Chris McCaffrey.
1: <laughs> you know, Dude, like I, <laughs> I could see a scenario where McCaffrey has twenty rushes for a hundred and fifteen. That's what yards, I'm saying. You can't have that. They only the you know, Purdy only throws it twenty total. So times. What I'm saying you cannot have that. exactly
0: you need to have Brock Purdy in the thirties when passing a test. Yes. You've got to have him push in thirties. You gotta have at least contain Elijah Mitchell and Chris McCaffrey. You're not you're not gonna you're not gonna hold him, Joe. Thirty yards. If you can get them to under 75, you know, you know, make them split the carries between those two guys and don't allow the big play from Christian McCaffrey, the check down throw where he breaks three tackles and goes for a touchdown. I know it as a Saints fan. I had to watch it for three, five years as, when he was with the Panthers. He killed us over the middle on those, those Texas routes. You know, That's what I'm saying, man. Those Texas man. routes, he would kill us on those. If y'all can contain those, not allow them to have any big plays. Just contain Chris McCaffrey. Make Brock Purdy make those big just to make force him to make the force him to beat y'all. If you can force Brock Purdy to beat y'all, I think it's a recipe for y'all to win. Defensive battle, Michael Parson dominates. Troy Diggs does amazing on the outside, I think. Dallas wins this one. Like I said, defense battle twenty one to seventeen. I like it. I yes, like sir. it. That's what I got. That's all of our games. Wow. Yes, sir. Isn't around. I can't wait, brother. We got we got some fun games this week. Awesome pod, as always, brother. I'll go ahead and Close this out real quick here. We hope you all enjoy The Pound Perspective presented by Nate Dog Sports. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We got a bunch of new Instagram accounts for all the sports we cover NFL, NBA, MMA, and college football. Obviously, we still have our main Instagram account, Nate Dog Sports, and on Twitter it's ND double underscore sports. Uh, and don't forget to follow Nate Dog Productions on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. We're going to start putting stuff uh, on both of those accounts more too from Nate Dog Sports. Don't forget to follow, like I said, and always stay tuned to the Pound Perspective. Presented by Nate Dog Sports with me, Nate Dog, and your co-host Red. Have a great day! Thanks for listening to the Pound Perspective. If you're interested in joining Nate Dog for an episode or need more information on Nate Dog and his brand, contact him at natedogsports.com. And don't forget to share with friends and family. Thanks again for listening to The Pound Perspective, a breath of fresh sports.